Manimal here. It's Tuesday, August 22nd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, I have tracked down your boy Kev, and he is back joining me with an all-new episode. We've got around-the-league news that I didn't do yesterday. We've got Rangers updated standings. We've got Rangers news. We've got the box score from last night, and we're previewing tonight against the Diamondbacks and Zach Gallon. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball, and we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. Kevin Frazier, on location. Uh, that is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. You can find me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. And you can check out Texas Rangers with the boys on social media as well. That is TX Rangers WTV, and you can find us on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Hey, and joining me is my co-host who has been carrying carrying the load um, over my vacation, but I'm I'm here tonight or today in uh, in some in some strenuous circumstances for the Rangers, but but I'm here because I, I love this team and I love this podcast. So my co-host, 300 Pound Manual, aka Bull, how you doing, buddy? And where can we find you on social? Well, uh, first of all, I'm glad to have you back because. Um, even even if people are nice and send me messages that say that I did okay without you, I, I know the truth is different than that. Like, I even screwed up the sign-off last night, dude. Like, I had to do it twice, and, like, I didn't edit it or nothing. I'm like, this is raw. People should see how awful I am at this. <laughs> and, like, so I didn't, even, I didn't even edit it or nothing. I just let it roll, so I screwed that up. So, yeah, it was it was fantastic times yesterday, or let's see, was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, doing the show. Um, and then on top of that, I had to talk about how bad the Rangers sucked, and I didn't yeah. have anybody to, like, be, like, to tell me, like, it was going to be okay. So I almost, mm. like, shot myself in the head last night after doing yeah. the show because it was so depressing. Man. And, but luckily, luckily, I was able to just fall asleep here with my with my buddy, Smoke Freezer. And uh, we got through it. But anyways, uh, before we get too far in the program, I do want to let everybody know that they can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram, Manimal 300. And you can find me on both TikTok and Facebook at Bull Pro. And uh, don't forget on that Spotify page to smash down that follow and uh Find out what we're doing every day because you never know. We may pop on tomorrow instead of Thursday because Rangers don't play Wednesday. Mm. Uh, you know, so who knows how it's going to end up. So you want to follow the page because we did Remember, we put a show up on Saturday morning. And if you weren't paying any attention, you, you missed that show. But if you're following us, you know that we had a new show out. Absolutely. Well, hey, let's jump right into it. We're going to get around the league. Um, if my audio is any kind of issues, uh, because, of, again, I'm out in the middle of nowhere here, just let me know, uh, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get it straightened out. But let's jump right into it around the league. Uh, Jose Altuve gets his 2,000th hit. That happened fast. Yeah, they have uh, Saturday night. Uh, also, really quite hilarious that uh, he gets his 2,000th hit on a single that he tries to stretch into a double 
and uh, gets thrown out on the mm. on uh, at second base. But <laughs> yeah, Altuve, I think I saw something where he's like the fastest to 2,000 hits, 200 homers, and 200 stolen bases. That's pretty good feat for for a guy that like gives every person under the height of five foot seven like gives them mm. hope. Yeah, it gives gives us hope. Uh, He's like you, that's... yeah, like you used yeah. to do that for the wrestlers. Like, like seriously, if you were healthy these days, like, and you just went out there and did what you were doing in like '08, like you'd be mm. like the most over dude in wrestling, and everybody'd want to be like you. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I did what I did when I did it, but I'll take the compliment. So really funny here, uh, Gunnar Henderson, who has all the fanfare in the world, uh, legs out a double when just needing a single for the cycle. Hmm. Uh, you know, hey, good on him for not putting his personal stuff in front of the game. And, I mean, it's a blowout game, and he could have totally hit the old Jeff Fry I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that when Jeff Fry mm-hmm. had a uh, he needed a single for the cycle against the Rangers when he was with the Blue Jays and he hits a ball into the gap and just stops at first base. <laughs> so <laughs> you got to make your mark somehow, I guess. Absolutely, so I, think, I, guess, I think Gunnar Henderson's going to have a. Go ahead. You may never have another chance at a cycle. No, no, and I think Gunnar Henderson's going to have. Uh, uh, plenty more chances, but uh, g- good for he, him. He's going to be kind of like Corey Seager this year, where like every like every third night he goes up there with uh, a, a single double at home run and just needing that triple for the cycle. Hmm. Well, it, getting compared to Corey Seager this year is about as big of a compliment as you can give someone. Uh, somebody else. Somebody else has been red hot. Um, Julio Rodriguez. Uh, I was trying to catch up with what. Because last night I was trying to keep up with it on Sports Center at, while we were at dinner, and I couldn't couldn't see far enough to see. But um, 17 hits in 14 games, uh, raising his batting average. Uh, I don't know how many points, but um, he was what four? Was he two hits away from maybe the record? I I I think I don't think anybody's ever had that many hits in a four game span before. Hmm. So I think they're saying the he was like two hits away, two hits away from maybe from something. For the week. Like, I'm not sure. Or maybe he's two hits away from the hits leader, uh, uh, Bo Bichette. Possible, but it was like within a certain amount himself. of time. Yeah, because they were talking about it. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up uh, either today or like in the show and, or look it up tomorrow and bring it back up. But uh, big, big week for him. Uh, now, these two next, these next two are a little bit, I wouldn't say unprecedented, but I would say it's a sign of the times. And we've kind of talked about this before we even got on the podcast and started doing the podcast about how young they bring up these prospects uh, these days as compared to traditionally. But here's a couple of examples. Paul Skeen's already getting promoted to double A. So that's pretty wild. And then the Angels call up Nolan Shanuel um, a month after he got drafted. That's that's, That's, that's the David Clyde kind of stuff. That's pretty unprecedented. And, you know, I mean, and so far, he's holding his own, but you know how it is. I mean, when the scouting reports get out and everybody's got their, their iPod full of Nolan Shanuel, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll have a better idea of how to get him out. But for the moment, I mean, I don't know if it kind of shows the desperation of the Angels trying to show 
you know, Tani with the, you know, the, the pieces that they have. I'm not 100% sure. I mean, in Skeen's case, I mean, that dude just chunks 100 mile an hour gas, mm-hmm. you know, all afternoon. So, I mean, it's not surprising that he got called up and, and Pittsburgh being really aggressive with Skeen's is kind of uh, exciting to me because it makes me think you, you may see him in the big leagues as, as early as next year. Yeah. Well, uh, Baron must be really excited about it because you start talking about he knows Paul ball, and, Yeah, yeah, he knows baseball. Look, he's getting hype. Um, another guy that, that, well, totally on the top, total opposite end of the spectrum, a guy trying to hold on to his major league career, uh, Yoshi Sutsugo, um, who was in our minor league system pretty much all year, signs a minor league deal with the Giants. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I put that on there because it's always our fun little – news to rangers transition but man yoshi uh he was decent with with round rock here uh but there's just a spot with for him and you know lowe's playing every day young's playing every day they're not gonna put him in left field uh he, he wasn't able to really make that transition and you know kind of a a japanese legend for sure but it hasn't really worked out as well as he probably would have liked uh, in, in, in the major leagues. Yeah. And speaking of Rangers segue, so Astros and Seattle win, um, and Rangers lose. So that gets that AOS lead down to one and a half over Houston, two over Seattle. It's getting, uh, it's getting, you know, pretty intense in the American league West, but it's been that way all year. You know, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of St. Louis legend Nelly. And uh, he said it best when he said that it's it's getting hot in here because yeah, it's, that's it's how definitely... it felt watching that game last night. I mean, it felt like watching a playoff game. Your chest is tight the whole time watching the game. No, like because you don't feel comfortable with the one nothing lead, and then Chapman throws a splitter. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, what what in the anyway? Uh, but yeah. you know, nothing. Nothing wrong with that feeling. That's like how baseball is supposed to feel, and we haven't really yep. had that feeling since, like, you know, uh, game three of the 2016 NLDS. You know, we have we just haven't had that feeling. Well, what what we've what we've adjusted to is that feeling of being consistently bad, and <laughs> Baron like said, "Yeah, that's terrible." But that feeling of just being consistently bad, and you just kind of get numb to it. And I think now that we've had some success, you know, you get you you get that good feeling, Fun, that excited right? feeling, yeah. So so you do get nervous when you when you go through stretches like this. But I, I, this is this is how the division has been all year, and it's ever felt like it was not going to be this way because these teams are good teams. We really didn't even expect the Angels to be as competitive as they were uh, as they have been this year, and they've been competitive at times of the year. But no one's surprised, like, if you've been keeping up with this division, um, no one's surprised that that it's a tight race between Houston, Seattle, and the Rangers. I, I'm not. And this is just how it's going to be. And the Rangers have shown toughness all year long. They've shown heart. Uh, they've shown grit. What is it? Um, <laughs> HGGT or something. Yeah, guys. <laughs> guys. Yeah. guys. Talent. Yeah. Heart, guts, yeah, yeah okay, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the, they definitely have, and, and you know, I mean, uh, one and a half and two, it, uh, you know, 
mid, I think the Rangers magic number is sitting around 36 right now, something like mm-hmm. that. So, you know, it's up to them to start winning ball games. And, you know, there's lots of question marks. And, you know, I mean, I guess we'll start talking about the uh, question marks uh, at the top of the list, basically, mm-hmm. with Eovaldi, right? Because, I mean, yeah. like, uh, he's a real catalyst for this thing. And, you know, this this thing is gone how he's gone a lot of the year. And him being out this last month, they've had stretches of bad and stretches of good. And, and it would have been nice to have him, you know, on the hill at some point in these last five games to – to give him an effort that, you know, that, that he's given them all season. And uh, he throws some live batting practice because gosh, man, I mean, it feels like for a couple of weeks now, we've been talking about him throwing bullpens and them being super cautious with him and getting up and down for two, three, four innings over the course of the last week. And, and then today throwing two innings worth the uh, live batting practice to uh, Brad Miller and uh, Austin Hedges and, uh, you know, getting some feedback from Hedges and Miller and, and getting an idea of where he's at. And I guess tomorrow we'll know more about uh, how he feels, but so far so good. And uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully we're on the track to him being back instead of, you know, that fear that we had maybe a month ago that this may end up being forearm tightness turns into torn ucl you know so yeah i think we're starting to feel a little bit more confident that it's not torn ucl or damaged ucl and it really was just a little uh soreness on the back half of his elbow yeah and and i think the the factor that goes kind of unstated about eovaldi is something that uh, we'll talk about in a minute and that's the impact that that could have on the bullpen because you know what that's going to do is there's going to push somebody out of the rotation and that somebody, whoever that might be, is going to end up in the bullpen. And I think it's going to be give a little bit of extra help that this team really needs uh, some depth and they really need uh, some arms uh, in the bullpen. And, and so, again, it, it can help on many fronts. Yeah, um, and, I, and, you know, like I guess really kind of right now the, the speculations are crazy about whether he's going to make a rehab start or he's just going to – rejoin the team and be on a certain amount of pitch count or or what the what the situation is going to be if it i mean if it was solely my decision and up to me i would give him the rehab start but you yep. know you know nathan evaldi's a competitor and he's been chomping at the bit to get back into the lineup and get back on the hill yeah yeah i can go with that and there's a bunch of reasons why but uh let's move on to another ranger who uh, we really are missing right He's now on offense, yeah on since on the offensive side of things uh, Josh Young has his cast taken off it moves into a splint um, he's going to be having x-ray so it looks like we're in the hopefully getting close to maybe a downhill roll of uh, getting him back uh, in the on the team as well yeah and I think we're kind of what at the two and a half three week mark now uh maybe just went over the three week mark yesterday of this thing so if he's you know starting to get the you know get the cast off he's starting to uh get range of motion drills and stuff like that going with his uh w- with uh his left hand and and getting the you know start getting ready to, you know, swing a bat as soon as the splint comes off and as soon as the x-rays in the next couple of weeks, because I would imagine that he'll have x-rays probably not, probably not this week, but next week, 
to kind of find out where they're at and see if the surgery was successful, which I mean, you know, 99 times out of a hundred, it's going to be. And, uh, you know, so we'll just, we'll just find out in the next couple of weeks, but I think he should be starting to hit that, uh, uh, plateau of, of where this injury, as far as as bad as it's going to be. And now he's going to start rolling the ball downhill and start getting ready. And, and, you know, you know, this kid's probably working his tail off to do as much mm-hmm. as he can to get ready. Right. Right. He's probably the guy you have to be like, Hey, this is not stop. the time Don't for you to be doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah stop so. doing stuff. Um, so let's finally uh, kind of put the the bow on this segment and just, you know, the bullpen, you know, I think it's very obvious that we've got an issue, but heck, man, we've had an issue, you know, like like we've had an issue all year. And, and, and the thing that really bugs me, I guess, that, that bothers me, I guess, to say, and, and I say bothers me with a little bit of reluctancy because – I don't, I I do my best to not criticize this organization because they they're so far ahead of of what we expected in many ways. Um, But there are some of these glaring obvious moves that you think, why haven't, haven't they done this? But you know, the bullpen has been a thing. um, And it, and it bugs me when I see these other teams that aren't even as competitive as we are on every front come in with these guys with their 0.084 ERAs and their, two two ones and they're one point eight ERAs and they're all fifty six Ks, fourteen yeah, walks. Gun in a hundred throwing a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, ninety seven, yeah, ninety wiping out sliders at ninety three miles an hour and yeah, and, and yeah, it's like I, man, you I know agree. like and, it, and this is this is something that we have harped on since November. Mm-hmm. We talked about this in November when we knew that their pieces that they had were gonna be what Leclerc um, Brock Burke and uh, uh, gosh, Jonathan Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, those were the pieces. And you know, Brett Martin gets hurt and has surgery, and you lose him for the year. And then you you don't really add anything. You add a bunch of Jacob Burns and guys like that, and then you so you end up where you're going to. You know, well, you also lost something. Let's not forget, there was a guy that we had here last year that uh, was a heck of – that had probably his, one of his best seasons, and we're the ones that gave him the shot, and that's Matt Moore. We let him walk. Yeah, well, and, you know, he got paid, and, and they didn't want to pay him, and hindsight, that was a mistake because he's had another good year with Anaheim. I mean, again, like we'll always talk about, in my opinion, there's no such thing as a bad one-year contract. Because mm-hmm. even if it's seven million dollars for Matt Moore, Matt Moore could be closing games for this thing right now, or he could be in one of those positions to where whenever Will Smith had worked yesterday, kind of got blown up yesterday, or I mean, I'm sorry, on Sunday, not yesterday. Yesterday he got well, same thing. But you know, you don't have to go to Will Smith in that eleventh. You can go to Matt Moore. You're getting similar, but with a better fastball. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I, we, we don't have to harp on Matt Moore, but that's just a name that 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 just it would have been slow hanging fruit, man. You brought yeah, him back out of uh, and, and you got him, we, gave him a chance, and he did good. And man, well, but okay, so we go. We didn't do that. We get into the season, and it becomes a glaring problem right off the bat. And we we make one move there with Chapman, yep. and that helps. Of course, that helps yep. because Chapman has been pretty good here. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt that he's been pretty good. And uh, 
uh, you know, like I like Chris Stratton. I think he's a good right. piece, but I th- I felt like they needed to like with with New York in that uh, Scherzer deal. They needed to add like a uh, Odovino or uh, you know in that St. Louis deal. See if you could get them to put one more of those uh, relief pitchers in there and and add one more piece. You know, I just I just felt like you know there were a bunch of teams that had good stuff. I mean and and you could have probably gotten a relief pitcher out of there for a relatively inexpensive price, and and they didn't do it. And you know, I mean, it, it's it's still rearing its ugly head. And I think yeah. this year in the off season, they're going to have to realize that that bullpen is an important part of of what they need. And they, I mean, of course, I I think that Alex Spees is going to be a player on this thing at some point. I think that Mark Church is going to be a player on this thing at some point. I'd like to see, I talked about him last night, Kyle Cody, who's been really good of late out of the bullpen for the Express. I mean, yeah. you know, that's a guy that I wouldn't mind seeing get a chance. Cole Wynn, I wouldn't mind seeing get a chance. Cole Wynn's on the 40, man, so it's not like, it's out of the realm that he could help this thing whenever rosters expand to 28 or speeds mm-hmm. can help this thing. What about uh, Hernandez? There's arms on this 40. There's one more guy. Somebody's um, got to step up. Well, one more guy too. Um, Cody Bradford. Uh, the Bradford, not him. Um, he's a, I can't believe I can't pull his name off the top of my head. He was great for us last year. We traded him at the deadline. Uh, Matt Bush. Oh been, yeah, Matt Bush. He's is, been really good. He's been well. It's it's he's come back to earth a little bit, mm-hmm. but overall, yeah, he's there. You'd have to find a forty man spot for him. Ian Kennedy's also in Round Rock right now. So I mean, there's there's arms down there. We just got to find somebody that's going to help this thing, and somebody's got to step up and take one of those roles. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, you're speaking right. of stepping oh, up. Oh, come on. Speaking of stepping up. Matt War Pro is stepping it up. Mm-hmm. Matt War Pro, they're moving. You you know, and I know, we both know, the Southside Preservation Hall is a great building for professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. But it's intimate. Mm-hmm. It's intimate. You're you're. It is it is shoulder to shoulder to get the amount of people that we have coming to the shows into the building, and we're stepping that game up, and we're moving over to the Ridgely Theater just west of downtown Fort Worth on Interstate Highway 30. And uh, we're going to have a big, giant cage match October 6th at Till the End. It's going to be the first ever Cowtown cage match. And uh, I'm getting excited about it. I know you're getting excited about it. I know Damo's been doing everything he can to get prepared for this thing. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just going to be an exciting time. They're going to have a food truck zone outside. I know that Big Dogs will be there. I know that Kelly's Onion Burgers will be there. Um, we also know that Starry's Ice Cream will be out, and she'll be having her uh, fantastic ice cream. And then Martin House Brewing, as always, will be out. Um, and, and you know they'll be doing something with, uh, with that, those Martin House brews. So uh, join us October 6th till the end. Fort Worth, mm. Texas, Ridgely Theater. Well, we're excited about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's. Uh, I, I'm excited about it as well. I, I can't wait to see. Uh, obviously, the big cage match. Also, Franco D'Angelo and our boy Brick Savage should be a should be a a, a brutal match. But uh, let's let's talk about what we got to talk about, man. The, it wasn't fun. 
tough, tough loss, man. That one. That was. That I one was hurt. Excited, and then I was upset. That <laughs> one was like. That one geez. hurt, man. And and you know, like the things that hurt, the the things that hurt the most were like having first and third one out with Corey Seager up and mm-hmm. Corey Corey taking a K right there. That hurts. Mm-hmm. In the ninth inning, they had a, a a chance to add another run to that thing. And they had runner at third, less than two outs, and they couldn't add that second run. And like, how big would that second run have been? Mm-hmm. And that just, I mean, uh, it, it's just, yeah, it just hurts, you know. Like, I mean, it, it, I realize, like, in the grand scheme of things, that this is just baseball, and that there are a lot more important things going on in my life than just baseball. But damn it, when you're mm-hmm. watching. And you're sitting there. You're you've been you've been through this, and we're what at the hundred and twenty five game mark now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's getting to that point where it's like, man, this, this is it's tough, man. Come on, let's make this happen. And it just didn't happen. But you gotta you gotta applaud what Jordan Montgomery went out there and did last night. He was he was uh, like yeah fantastic like uh, there was there's no other word to talk, you know to use for him but uh fantastic and you know i mean of course you can always play the second guessing game of of should he went back out there for the ninth but man, i mean that's why you went out and got chapman you know that mm-hmm. you you expect him to get those outs and and he wasn't able to do it tonight and and uh uh you know Cattell Marte got him in the bottom half of that ninth, uh, Garcia, uh, new career high mm. in home runs. All right. With uh, 31, either it ties his career high or it uh, breaks his career high. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I think it might tie it. Ties, but, ties um, it. so with his next home run, he'll have a new career high in, uh, in home runs and, uh, good to see him get back going. It would have been nice to see a couple of people on base in front of him when he hit that home run, but, you know, you can't always get what you want. Uh, I all, uh, also, uh, Nate Lowe had a, a big hit in that 11th inning whenever Man. he got a couple of outs. And uh, Corey Seager taking second base with really no throw or no, uh, you know, anything. And you're thinking, man, okay, you got that. You got that two. Because you're always worried, you know, like you get the one. Okay, they can go get one, you know, sack bunt, sack fly, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, but getting that second run, it made you feel a little bit more comfortable, even with Will Smith and that bottom of the 11th. You know, the only thing I question in the whole thing is putting the tying run on base. I, I don't, I just don't think you should do that. But again, I'm not a Hall of Fame manager with 2,000 plus wins, and and you know, I mean, no one's asking my opinion, but. <laughs> you know, but no, I get it. You know, I get it. I, overall, I question it myself, I mean, but that it would, is what it is. And and that would be the only thing. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't question going to Chapman in the ninth. I mean, I wouldn't question. Uh, one other thing that I might have questioned. I know it was shallow, but I might have taken a chance with Jose Martinez, uh, or uh, uh, yeah, J- uh, Jose uh, JP Martinez in the in the tenth inning at third base. Mm-hmm. With that, mm-hmm. uh, with that ball that Heim hit into left field, I might have taken Brother. a chance and make them make a play on him. Because you know, that, that, that boy can move, man. He will get around the bases for you for sure. 
Yeah, um, I, th- I think you know he was worth. It might have been worth taking a chance right there. Yeah, I, I just, I think this is a luxury to be in a position where we're we're trying to, you know, strain out a gnat here to try to figure out ways we could have won this game. And I mean, I, I, I can go down and look at, you know, one of the, the, the big telling stats, the two of 12 with runners in scoring position, which the Rangers have been great all year. Um, just in, in, in another night where, again, I'm, I'm not blaming this, but just another, you know, it makes it hurt a little more, but the umpiring tonight, the, that strike that that strike on a dollars there, man, was just, which one, the eleventh inning or the ninth inning? Yeah, which uh, one? Because yeah. there were two in the ninth the, the, inning. He took the bat out of his hands too. He called the ball up and in uh, a strike. I, I thought he was rough. Yeah, I think. But if you're going to go back and look at it, and, and one other thing is, is because of that side angle that we had from the uh, the telecast, they can't put mm-hmm. a strike zone up there that actually shows what the strike mm-hmm. zone is. But a couple of those were really awful. Um, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be like on paper as awful as it looked on the TV. Sure. But I, I got nothing else for this game. I'm ready to move on to the next one. I'm ready to take this series yeah, for the D-backs. It's, and... it's, on to, it's on to tomorrow night. But before we go on to tomorrow night, we got to tell the people what they need to be doing, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so, um, you know, we've talked at length here about uh, what the Rangers have in the farm system right now that is available to them. And the reason we know that is because we, uh, we take a little extra time to study the uh, organization at all levels, and there's a lot of good things going on. So if you want to know more about this organization and learn more about uh, what they've got on the farm, then you can, ex- you can subscribe to our exclusive content. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys, and it's just $1.99 a month. Um, this will help you make our podcast your one-stop shop for all things organization-wide uh, as it relates to the Rangers. Rumors, transactions, call-ups, send-downs, we cover the draft, we do uh, top prospect lists, um, everything you could possibly need to know about this organization in the farm system, uh, you can learn from us on our exclusive content. So go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, Yeah. And subscribe today. Yeah, because I mean, you should know about Bubba Hoopy Tui not Tui Onotoa, not Tonga Vailoa, not Tonga Vailoa. No, that's a different okay. guy. There's two yeah. of them, I believe. One yeah, might be not a, college. Not, he's not. He's not in the family. No, yeah, one of them is a quarterback at Maryland. But all right, so let's 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 get back. Let's get back on the horse here. So tonight is another night. And yeah. it, I mean, it's baseball because, uh, you know, five game losing streaks could turn into five game winning streaks and your yep. last 10 is five and five. And let me and, tell you something, man, this team has shown the ability to show guts and show heart. And so I, I really believe they can get this split uh, with Arizona and uh, take they take, took one from it's going to be tough, though, because we took one from Gallon earlier in the year and now we got him again. But. Isn't it a rematch? Is it or did who was facing Gallon? I'm not last sure time? if Gray threw the last time that they faced Gallon, but I will say this: John Gray is on a heater right now. Yeah, and he's been really good his last couple of starts, and uh, I think that he's going to put one together where 
it's going to be more than just the good starts that he's had these last couple of times. It's going to mm-hmm. be one of those ones that the Rangers really need. And when you're thinking, oh, it ain't going to happen on back-to-back nights, they get it on back-to-back nights. Uh, but, I, you know, I mean, I'm a homer and I want to see it, it happen. Uh, but uh, the Rangers handled Zach Gallon a little bit last time, and I think they can do it again. And you know, Zach Gallon, he's been good though. So I think I, I know, I know that Barron was a big Zach Gallon fan, and I, I didn't want to, I, I stepped on toes there. But you know, he's he's been really good, and you know, like I had him as a, a dark horse for my Cy Young, and he's kind of lived up to that uh, as far as what he's done this season. Well. I, uh, I I think the Rangers can take this next one. I think they kind of have to. And they, they've shown the ability to do what they've got to do with their backs against the wall. So um, you got anything else for the people? No, um, I don't know how this – I was going to say, uh, I don't know how the schedule is going to be the next couple of days because, like, we, they have a Wednesday off this week, which is even weirder than them having a Tuesday off. Yeah. Or, I mean, a Friday uh, – a Thursday off. So – uh, we'll see how it ends up working out, but and also you're up to your schedule and all of that too. So we may be on here to talk about uh, Arizona tomorrow. It may end up being Thursday, and we preview some Minnesota. Who who knows? But we'll get up and we'll talk about it at some point for sure. Absolutely, and we'll just keep posted, keep you posted on the on the old on the old Facebook um, and stuff, <laughs> and let you know where it's going to be. But uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Texas Rangers with the boys. You can check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTB, on our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Yeah, and while you're on that website there, you can click subscribe and subscribe to our exclusive content, Down the Farm with the Boys. And don't forget to smash that subscribe or follow button on uh, Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get your podcasting because it really does help out. And uh, we just thanks everybody for tuning in. We will catch up with you guys either tomorrow or uh, on Thursday. But for now, this is Texas Rangers with the boys, and we are signing out.